Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Awkward Dates. Hey, my name's Oedipus and you look just like my mum. Oh no, I am getting a call. You have my mum's eyes and now I do too. Oh. (laughs) Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Thursday the 28th of October. I'm here with Gabby and Alexa. Hey, that's me. And guys, I want you to guess what I'm going to tell you about. That's not how this works, Charles. Uh, You talk about something and I react to it on a semi-regular basis. I don't guess. I didn't earn the money for this. Well, the thing is that I've kind of forgotten. what I had a (laughs) really good idea. Okay, what was the ballpark? Well, like, is it about he, kids? He didn't plan anything. I else. keep on no. Well, I, I keep on thinking about it when I go home. Right. So it, it must it's be a home thing. So I think it must be something to do with my house, or okay. my home, or my kids, or something. Okay. Okay. Renovating. Yeah, I'm doing lots of renovating, but I think yeah, that's all. Sort of about your stuff. Lack, yeah. of, lack yeah. of parking. Ooh, that's, Ooh that's a good one. Yeah. But now I've got my own parking space. Um, fuel prices. Maybe you think about it on the commute uh, home. See, I don't. I, I don't. Uh, oh. I you you get home. you get home. You yes. have a shower and there's hairs in the drain and whose are they? Oh, that's a good comedy trope. Uh, yes. But no, that's not it. Uh, okay, you get home, yes. you have a shower, yes. there's hairs in the drain. Who's who's hair? Who gets home you and get has a shower? You, you, don't, you don't know the joy of getting home and having it like just immediately scrubbing no, the day off you? I've got a thing called kids. Oh, okay. You get, get home okay, no, okay, no, let me paint a picture then. You get home, Jeez. you get in the shower, there's, oh, yeah. str- there's hair, hair in the shower. Oh, whose hair is that? You get out of the shower, mm. you've got a towel on, you ask your wife, the towel falls. Oh, how embarrassing. It's about that. Oh, I see. Mm. Oh, whoopsie. Exposure. Yeah, is, that, um, <laughs> is, that, no. is that right? Okay. No. Okay, you get home, yes. you have a shower. Yes. Oh, there's hair in the shower drain. Yeah. Whose hair is that? You get out, you're wearing a towel, you say to your wife, oh, whose hair is in the shower drain? The towel falls. Whoopsie. Boom. Blind accidentally goes up. There's paparazzi oh, outside your uh, house. Then your photo is everywhere. The Daily Mail, yes, the Australian, yes. the Sun, just those ones for some reason, no other reason. And mm. they're like, oh no, now you have, you've, you've had revenge, you've revenge pawned. They've, they've got you. There's pictures of your penis on the internet. Uh, no. Uh, oh. The only thing is that, that, <laughs> that, I mean, that sounds very plausible. But my my bedroom's actually one floor up, so you wouldn't oh. be able to see. Yeah, it's, it's so yeah. hard to take photos in there. Yeah. Fire out. <laughs> okay. You get home, okay. you have a shower, there's hair in the drain. Oh. oh, whose hair is that? You ask your wife, your towel falls down. There's paparazzi outside your house, they take pictures of your penis. Now, you thought it was paparazzi, they call you, they, you realise they're actually Australian government officials and they say, Charles Firth, if you do not pay your taxes within the next three days, oh. your penis will be everywhere. I'm talking the Sun, I'm yes. talking the Daily Mail, I'm talking the Australian. And now you have tax debt and a picture penis problem. Yes, and the blackmail from the Australian tax office, which is always real. Yeah, I know. And I had to buy the iTunes gift cards to pay them back. Oh, do you know about iTunes gift cards, Charles? No. They're not not a thing anymore. What? I've been scammed. You mean that whole blackmail thing wasn't true? (laughs) Yeah, maybe not, Charles. Although someone definitely has a picture of your dick somewhere. Look, he's got a lot of money. Let's just save him the stress. It's, It's not a scam. You you, yeah. you paid the person what yeah. they deserve. That you it was paid oh, what a relief! Because you know that that money goes to hospitals, schools, and roads. Yeah, so, yeah. so where they need, yeah, yeah, yep. Okay, well that's uh, that's good. Coming up in the show, we've. Uh, <laughs> Talking to Harry Jun, uh, who uh, is a teacher, and what it's been like 
to have kids back at school. Mm. Oh, was that your intro? Oh, shit. That's, that was my intro. Oh, fuck. No, you know, I've actually just remembered what my intro is. For real? Which is, yes, yes. Which is that somebody lent me um, <laughs> some joints. Like, gave me some joints as, cause, as a <laughs> favour, right? And ever since then, I've had terrible short-term memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Yes, and then I can't remember anything. Maybe they're the person with his dick pic. Uh, and, oh, I don't know, there's something else coming on the show, but I don't know what it is. Uh, let's just go to Rebecca Dana-Muno in the Chaser Newsroom straight after this. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Following a disastrous year which has included revelations of illegal activity, multiple exploitative practices, racial discrimination cases and a complete disregard for the most basic of human ethics and decency, Crown Casino has been allowed to keep their casino licence due to being exactly what a casino is meant to be. The Queen has announced she will be skipping the COP26 climate conference in Glasgow due to ill health. Prince Charles said he was excited to hear he might be getting a promotion soon. Scott Morrison has hit the media circuit to promote his new net zero climate plan. Insiders say he's shown how much confidence he has in his plan by doing interviews on such challenging platforms as Channel 7's Sunrise program and Sky News After Dark. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Remember to subscribe and like our podcast in your podcast app of choice. Now, earlier in the year, we talked to stand-up comedian and teacher Harry June about the challenges of homeschooling and doing everything over Zoom. But of course, now he, like many other teachers, is back in the classroom, presumably dealing with a whole bunch of other annoying problems. Uh, Xander and I are going to catch up with Harry actually in person, which is really cool because... And also a bit weird. This is our first in-person interview with a guest that we've done. Hey, Harry. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, good. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. I've heard that a lot, especially at work. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> How many days of classroom mode now? So we're back. So today's Wednesday. We got back to face-to-face on Monday. So this right. is the, the third day. And oh, fuck, the holidays can't come <laughs> soon enough, let me tell you. <laughs> How many out. days till holidays? Well, we're in week four right now, and it's an eleven oh. week term. Uh, eleven week term, so we got seven more weeks of of uh, teaching. So oh, all God. students back, or is it just year eleven and twelve? Mate, all students. I reckon more students than before. <laughs> I feel like, applied. yeah, they're trying to sneak them in. It's they're like the gremlins. Yeah, 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 it's too many. It was teeming with children, and they're like, it's a, it's been lockdown, and they're all going through puberty. So are there some kids you're like, oh shit? No, who some are you kids again? are straight up grown like five inches in the four months Jeez. I haven't seen them, and it's like, well. You've, you've changed. 
You've changed a lot. You're very menacing. Um, <laughs> we just sit and chill, uh, watch some videos. Talk me through day one, like first class day one. Oh, mate. So it's so funny. We had to do like training, a bit of training to set up for face-to-face uh, learning. Because you'd forgotten how to teach face-to-face well, classes. Yeah, well, it's funny because the training was very tailored to the, the COVID context. And right. Uh, our principal gave us a script to de-escalate any tensions between students oh. <laughs> about like being vaccinated or not. And it was just, it's like, it's like strategies you might give to a bouncer or whatever, like oh. just to, so they don't fight. Cause the script's something on the lines of like, oh, I am a New South Wales teacher and I have been vaccinated. It is not my right to ask if any students have or have not been vaccinated. And it's like, man, that's one bit of training for a bouncer. But I feel like I wish I could be like an actual bouncer in any Sydney nightclub and kind of just eject or deny entry from kids that I don't really like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're cool, you're cool, you're a fucking dickhead, go home. But like, Yeah, and I, I think also you're not allowed to fight them, are you? Uh, well, I mean, depends on where the cameras are. You know, just like the bouncers in the class. <laughs> <laughs> That's true because, I mean, you can't stand at the door of your, your classroom and just go, private party, mate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Under what name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's, been, it's been all right. Like, uh, the kids... I mean, they're children and a lot of them like are complaining about having to wear a mask mm. and they just want to play outside and these fucking whiny children. It does feel like I am at a freedom rally, one of those protests. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? So it feels like... Yeah, they're like complaining. Well, Anti-lockdown. So yeah, they're like, oh, I just want to be outside. It's like, yeah, but I get it. You're children. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Pete Evans sort of hiding up the back of your class going, go on, kids. Yeah, he's the new enrollment. He's trying to sneak off. in. Yeah. Do you have to wear a mask as well? We have to wear a mask at all times, uh, indoor and outdoor, uh, if we're in the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so on school premises. On school premises, yeah. mask always. Yeah, so even yeah. in the playground. Even in the playground, that's it. I'm wow. wearing the high-vis, yeah. So you teach English, is it hard to speak for long periods of time with a mask Do you on? know what? Speaking is not, it's the listening. Like the kids aren't used to being so muffled all the time and my hearing is mm. pretty bad as it is. So they'll answer a question and I feel like I'm 80 years old. I'm like, ah. Oh, and they've <laughs> just said, oh, the thing that <laughs> Exactly, yeah, and I can't even like read their lips or anything. It's so hard and like... I'm, I'm sure they're fucking mouthing off at me as well. And I can't see it. It's a perfect shield. Yeah. Do you find you forget faces behind masks? As well? Like, it'd be pretty, quite nice oh, yeah. to have the name on the mask, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, the little name card. Absolutely. Well, yeah. one kid, I thought, again, because we'd been teaming with children, and I thought, and we'd had a bunch of new enrolments. I thought a kid had snuck into my class because, you know, that's what happens a lot in our class in really? our school. Yeah, they just, we have an open learning style of teaching okay which so means, you can just turn up it's like a uni you just rock up to whatever well we don't have many as many walls as like uh the schools that i went to when i was a student so oh, it's all open so kids are kind of just without walls yeah they like they kind of muck around they go to other classes and i thought i'd gotten <laughs> in i thought i had an intruder i was like oh who you know who are you what's your name and it, it turns out it's the same kid except he hadn't gotten a haircut in four months <laughs> wow and, and like he's had this big mop of hair and i was like oh it's me it's it's you know joey i was like, oh sorry <laughs> you are meant to be here <laughs> welcome back one overlooked tension in schools is yeah. obviously the staff room um you've not had to see your colleagues for months and months on end is it is there a bit of anticipation for watching the old feuds of the staff room come alive or oh uh, look i don't know i it's not it's not even like old tensions or whatever but i, I am getting sick of the uh what have you been up to in lockdown oh, oh. hey welcome <laughs> welcome back that's oh. the worst because i remember like after lockdown ended the first time and this time yeah i'd actually run into people i knew in the street 
And the conversation would become, after about 10 seconds, would become massively awkward. Yeah. Because no one had anything to say because nothing has happened. It is of any interest at all. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the, the phrase that I reckon teachers are saying, and I, I say it ironically now, it's always, it's good to be back. Oh, it's good <laughs> to be back. And, like, I'll be, on du- I'll be on my fourth duty of that day, see kids fight and swearing. Some I don't know, one kid said the N-word, and I through my gritted teeth, I'm like, yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> I'm so glad. Oh my gosh! I'm just thinking. Um, so, in terms of the, of the staff room, yeah. Uh, what What are the, like? I've always imagined that teacher staff room. The main thing is there's mugs, mug wars. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. How are the mug wars going with um, all the COVID rules? Yeah. Well, my school we've got like our own designated mugs, oh. and so you know what I mean. But like, I don't. I, I've claimed ownership of my mug. No one can get their mug confused with mine because mine has my fucking face on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, that's it's not like a deal. Oh, I got confused by the colours. No, that's me, dude. You're holding yeah, my a, face. That's a great idea because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I work um, occasionally, you know, let's just say a public service work space. Yeah. And A, there are never any mugs. Yeah. And like at all. Mm-mm. But if you find it, it's in, it's incredible. They almost get thrown yeah, in that, yeah, way, yeah, in that yeah. place. Well, we've, we've got like a, a cockroach infestation in our staff room now as well. Oh, wow. And so I think the mugs, like, they are like running low on clean mugs just because, like, we came back. It was the perfect, like, habitat for cockroaches. Opened up because we had a little coffee machine underneath. Oh, they love the coffee machine. Yeah, I've seen that. That's yeah. it. Like electronic devices and moist dark Because they're places. warm. And yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's it has that. There will be an ongoing mug war, I think, coming coming up. Because the cockroaches, it was their school yeah, yeah. for a while, yeah. Like they were basically kings of the kings of the hallway. That's we we intruded on their infrastructure. So, <laughs> <laughs> even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of The Chaser Report is sponsored by Awkward First Dates. Oh my god, hi, it's so nice to see you finally in person. Although I will say your house looked a lot smaller in the photos. There's no photos of my house on my page. And I'll be on my way. Then my Uber's here. Goodbye. Let's never speak again. Is it hard trying to, you know, like connect with the kids again? Are you just like, ah, oh, guys, so you've seen Squid Game, right? Or Oh, yeah, dude, the, the hardest thing is their attention spans have been completely obliterated. Even more. Even more. Like, oh. because, you know, it, when they're in a Zoom, I can't, they don't have the cameras on. Sometimes they don't even have their mics on. So you could probably mm. assume they're on their TikTok or whatever, like the entire time. Yeah. And these are kids that, like, if you don't grab their attention within the first three seconds, of a TikTok video. They're scrolling past. Yeah. 60 seconds. i got to teach a fucking 60-minute period. So, like, how, how could I even hope to, to maintain that attention? So, I'm, like, I'm talking. I'm trying to, like, do a little jig. I'm doing the dances. I'm doing all that shit. You dance. It's, uh, you do a little stunt. Yeah, I do a stunt. I'm doing pranks. It's just a prank, bro. It's so hard. Like, they're just you just have to always be on all the time. It's been very exhausting. I mean, that must be just in life. Yeah. Because I don't know a lot of people in this generation, like kind of mm. high school age kids. Or most of my friends' kids are, are younger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't imagine how you get a TikTok kid's attention. Uh, you just have to pretend like you know the lingo. 
or like you, you just make it about them. Like I did a whole English lesson on slang about like all that TikTok slang or whatever, cap this, no cap. And then they're bringing in memes and, and like posts. We did like this Google document where they all collaborate and they put in their slang and then an image associated with that slang. And then they have to explain it. And you'd be surprised how quickly it, it got racist. You're like, oh, oh <laughs> wow. Like, what are you kids looking at these days? I was just about to say, next time you come in, can you talk us through the lingo? Because I, I, Charles always pretends he knows. <laughs> <laughs> He's got teenage kids and I'm sure he'd be wrong. As long as it's not racist, I think we can agree that's Yeah, probably. yeah. I mean, it turns into bullying so quickly. I'm, I'm telling you, the bullying these days, it's so nefarious. It's crazy. Like, it's not the, like the bullying you used to when we were growing up. Like, it's face-to-face. Yeah. Mm. Everything they do is, is online bullying. There's this real... I think it's quite interesting and genius. What what they do is they'll they'll get a group chat with everybody, right? Mm. Excluding the victim of this bullying and they'll be like they'll they'll get you to talk shit about them. Oh, Roger, he's a piece of shit. He sucks. He's so short. What a nugget. Uh and everyone's just everyone's contributing, contributing, contributing. And then what they do is then they'll invite Roger in. Oh, and then he can see the past. The That's it. And then everybody else leaves. So he sees this trans he doesn't know who said it. Because it says from no. Facebook user. And so he's getting bullied by a bunch of ghosts and he doesn't know. And it's just ruthless. Imagine that's, scrolling through that. That is like a form of torture. Like yeah. that, that's far worse than I could possibly even imagine. Absolutely. It's also very creative. And so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like, I it's mean, a yin and yang of bullying. People yeah? have been talking about the damage that Facebook does to kids. And I didn't realize it was quite so direct, right? Oh, like it's, everyone yeah. in your class hates you and you don't know who it is, but yeah. they all think you suck. I yeah. mean, you can't bash each other up in the playground, right? No. There's social distancing. Mm. You're not on in the playground most of the time. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be creative. You've got to elevate it up a level. That's it. Well, they're also making like Instagram like accounts as if they were like fake accounts as if they were someone else. All right. And like they're the victim and then they'll be posting like all this bullshit like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. And people will add them and then they'll start talking shit as if they're this other person and start fights. It's it's crazy, dude. I think I'm going to homeschool my child. Yeah. Bring it back in. We've got the technology. Just Zoom teaching. No, no, no. I'm going to be oh, you're the teacher. Gonna- <laughs> yeah. I don't know other students. Cotton wool. No, this is hideous, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty full. I mean, but at the same time, like... Not to dramatise, there are kids who are, have got a good head on their shoulders and they stay away from social media altogether. Like there are, mm. it's pretty rare, but they do. Um, but the the ones that really get creative on it, you got to watch out. Is there the Mark Zuckerberg of the group that you know that is just instigating all this technology and oh, nefarious means? Oh, 100%. It's because I reckon if you get caught, if you ever get caught, you're not a good bully. But I reckon the bullies, there are still bullies out there that are so good, they're not getting caught. Yeah. they they got the perfect smoke screen. They know how to. They don't know. They delete the trail. They get out of there quick and sharp. It's crazy. We're so back in the day, the bully was the muscly guy. Yeah. At least in my school, yeah, yeah, would yeah. Basically, just slam you into the lockers. Now it's the the, the person with the most tech skills. That's yeah, you it. can be the nerdy kid in the back of the class and absolutely decimate the footy guy's self esteem. I lived at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the kid that's trading crypto. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. ones that are, that are so clued on. Yeah, it's scary. So, I mean, every, every English teacher I've ever uh, met believes that the, or claims that the text has sort of lessons that are universal for life. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, oh, Hamlet's about, you know, isolation and whatever and identity and, and whatever. Um, is there any truth to this in this situation? Because th- these are completely uncharted waters, right? Like not only the whole lockdown and then back to school and still worrying about a pandemic, that's unprecedented in our lifetimes, but also 
this this whole tech onslaught, which I gather that's been part of the effect of this whole lockdown, is that that's amplified. How the hell are you going to cope for seven weeks, Harry? Man, I don't know. Like the fatigue's coming in. Like a lot of the times, as a te- I feel like a bit of a fraud in the classroom because as an English teacher, as you said, you got you try to have to sell these universal philosophical mm. values to these kids. But like like a shitty salesperson, I don't even believe in my product. Oh <laughs> no! Sometimes you're like you're up there and you're like, oh, yeah, did you see see the 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 sepia tone in this film, like in the color color grading of this film, leads to ah, oh, it's just it's just blue, guys. It's just blue. Like don't don't, <laughs> in, don't read into it. It's I don't even know. And like it, it does get really wanky, yeah, at a, at a certain level. Mm. And so I, I because I'm so out of energy, I feel like oh, I can't sell it to these kids that this is the deeper meaning behind this text. Do you ever be like the monster in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Obviously refers to the uh, inner doubt you have in yourself when you come out of lockdown and you have to face your friends again. Well, that's it. I can't sell it because I'm rolling my eyes as I say it, and the kids see that they're (laughs) laughing. You know, uh, the uh, the mask doesn't cover the eyes. You know what I mean? And you're not you're not deep enough into being a teacher to believe your own bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Twenty years. I haven't drunk the Kool Aid. Like I'm still a bit skeptical on it, and uh, it it is a bit rough. And kids are really clued on as well. Like. You can't. I don't reckon you can bullshit as easily as you could back in the day because they're looking stuff up. They've got the laptop right in front of them. Oh, that, even in the class. Yeah, serious? they're fact checking you like left, right, and center. I remember I did this English advance. Uh, it was so it was so pretentious. But this English advance course, we we're watching a clip from a film, and I was trying to talk about how the score of the so- uh, of a movie can change the tone. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, see, it went from a major key to a minor key." And then I hear a tap, 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 and this one kid is like, "Actually." That's it's maintain the major key. So I think you're wrong, sir. And I was like, oh, you, you just <laughs> defeated me with facts. Like, what am I meant to do here? Like, so you're not the authority figure. No, you're, the internet man. You're the babysitter, and then that's the internet. It. The internet is their is their biggest enemy and their best friend. No, that's so it. I graduated a few years ago, and we did that to a teacher. Some <laughs> teacher was like. Okay, guys, um, did you know that Rasputin's penis is in a museum in um, in Europe? And we were like, surely Rasputin's dick is not in a museum. And then... Admittedly, if we still have it, it should be. Yeah, I mean, if we have it, it definitely should be, right? But who is collecting that? You know, they just find his body and they're like, nice dick. Yeah, let's put it on display. So we're searching and then we're like, nah, miss, it's a sea cucumber. It's not a dick. I see straight away... Like you can't, you can't. It's so easy to dispute a claim. They're they're on there like it's so quick. Although that said, I mean, I don't want to defame a teacher who I don't know and is absent, but not sure that talking about the penises of of you know former power brokers of the of the Russian Empire. Uh, is great classroom content? Yeah, I'll, where is that in the curriculum? Where's the that's penis? I, yeah, that's what yeah. I want to know. Well, was she trying to bond with you? That, that, these, these teenage boys are obsessed with their dicks. I'm going to talk about dicks yeah. from the past. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't in my three-year history course, but, um, you know, Hey, look, the curriculum's changing. It's upgrading. It's connecting with the youth. You guys oh, were talking God. about dick pics, and she's trying to relate. It's like, well, actually, in the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do remember history teachers talking to us about, like, the goriest, like, punishments and, and ways of, like, killing people in the past. So I suppose Sick. it's the same sort of thing. Is there is there That's any awesome. other teachers that that are like absolute? You don't have to name a chain, but absolute characters of your school. Because I know there was one teacher at my high school, and he was my history teacher, absolute legend. But mm. he was just like he was one of those guys that you could tell did enough drugs in his youth that he was still riding off the high of the past. 
That's incredible. I look. I can't. I can't speak for the school that I work at, but I had a because I, I do a, a school based comedy show for FBI Radio, and I like ask listeners to send in stories about crazy times. One guy told me a story about they would have this one casual teacher that would come in every week, and he straight up looked very narky, very uniformed up, but he'd only come in every so often, and then leave. And then he'd always cover the same PE teacher's class. Later, I find <laughs> oh. out this PE teacher, who would be off, in quotes, sick and need to be covered by casual, was a kingpin of all the cocaine that's being sold in Australia at the time. He was the wow. cocaine kingpin. And the casual teacher that was going in was a police officer undercover. No. <laughs> like the entire, yeah, yeah. And so that's she's, so good. Yeah, he's going in for a case. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And the guy, I can't remember the name, but the guy who sent that note in to my show, he, he gave the name. I looked it up straight up. His, it's real. You should totally make that into a movie. Yeah, it's like, incredible. That's like Best Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the guy was saying, like, I thought 21 Jump Street was completely fictional until I found out about this this guy. This That's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and PE teacher's the perfect cover because nobody respects PE teachers. Like, <laughs> it would totally work. Well, look, it sounds it sounds brutal. I, I feel a little bit traumatised just by hearing about your life at the moment, Harry. Uh, look, it's not that bad. I, I hate complaining as a teacher because we get holidays and, you know, it's it's we you do it because you love it, not because of the pay or whatever. So it really isn't that bad. But I reckon also joking about it does ease the tension a bit as well. I, and I mean, I feel sorry for you, but I really feel sorry for the kids. Oh, yeah. Um, and I really hope no one invites me to a Facebook chat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Any gigs to plug, Harry? Well, the FBI radio show, let's um, mention. Yeah, Can people I, find that online? Yeah, oh, that'll be releasing soon. It's called Past Notes, P-A-S-S-E-D-N-O-T-E-S. Nice. Um, I've also got a comedy show for the Laugh Out of Lockdown Festival, which is next week, the 4th, 5th, and 6th of November. Uh, you can just find that if you look up Harry Jun on Instagram or Facebook, Harry Jun Comedy or whatever, uh, my profile will come up and tickets, ticket links will be there. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Awesome, and thanks for um, all the best to your kids. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This episode of The Chase Report is sponsored by Awkward Dates. Um, uh, the food is... Good. Yeah, I guess. So, do you like dogs? No. Oh. Now, Alexa, before we go, you've been having a bit more trouble with your region down there. I mean, not really, but I mean, practically, yes. At the end of the day, yes. I, um. <laughs> sorry. It, no, sorry. Because it, it, it started off as a joke. I, um,. A friend had a birthday and I bought a... It wasn't for me. I bought a, like, a penis pump. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, yeah it, it's funny and and it, it's just a great gift. And you useful. Know. Great vase, too, if you, you don't actually want to use it. Yeah, and there's... And do they, do they just out of interest, do they work? I mean, just oh, asking for a friend. You would know. Look, I mean, 
I shouldn't say this on air because it's his birthday and it's his gift, but I did use it before I gave it to him. <laughs> I, I wondered this exact same question. Yeah. It it hurts a bit. I oh, got yeah. I got on a shit one, but um, but yeah. yeah, it works. Yeah. I think yeah. Okay, <laughs> but but what what got me is this was actually it was actually quite a while ago. Mm. Um, this was back in May, and um, since then Facebook I guess has kind of found out that I purchased this penis pump. Mm. And I just keep getting like penis pump related ads and like, and then they just, they all kind of seem to coalesce around erectile dysfunction ads. And at first I was like, oh, lol, like they don't know that this was all a big joke from my friend. <laughs> but the more these ads, the more you see them, the more they get in your head. And I don't know if you know where I'm going. Oh, like, no. I, no. Oh, this is Alexa, a I'm sad so story. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. It's just th- these pop-ups are now, have, have left Facebook and they're just in my day-to-day life. I'm just like... Why am I getting an erection now? Like, you know, I'm just on the bus oh. and I'm like, mm. is this erectile dysfunction? Am I? Oh, is, my God. Yeah. Like, that's terrible. So so now you actually need the ads to come back so that you can solve the problem. Or we could get sponsored, hopefully, by... We can get Lachlan on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if he could yeah. get me some of those pills or... Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we get Lachlan to ring up and say, hi, I've got a friend. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm then doing he'll a podcast, and then he'll start getting all the, you know, Facebook ads about erectile dysfunction, and he'll end up with it as well. There'll be a spate of it. As long as I'm cured, I don't care whatever what the hell happens to Lachlan. <laughs> so our microphones and our sturdy, sturdy mic stands are from Rode. Yeah, and they don't. They're not limp, are they? They, just, <laughs> they stay where they exactly where you want them. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're part of the Acast Creator Networks. Uh, Leave us a review on iTunes, five-star review. What, um, what's the keyword for today? Erectile dysfunction? Alex's erectile dysfunction? <laughs> and um, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Awkward Dates. April 31st. What? It's, it's a date. doesn't exist. It's a bit awkward. I swear to God. April 30th. Also pretty awkward. What's awkward about April 30th? It's the day before April 31st. Oh, my God.